Today in Security from Wired. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. The biggest dark web takedown yet sends black markets reeling by Andy Greenberg. Not since the days of the now legendary Silk Road has a single site dominated the dark web's black market as completely and for as long as the online bazaar known as Alphabay. And with the news that the site has been torn down by a law enforcement raid and one of its leaders found dead in a Thai prison, the dark web drug trade has fallen into a temporary state of chaos. About a week ago, Alphabay, the dark web's largest contraband marketplace, went mysteriously offline. Rumors swirled that it had run off with its customers' money or was down for maintenance. Then on Thursday, the Wall Street Journal reported that a law enforcement operation spanning three countries shuttered the site, with Canadian police seizing its servers in Quebec and U.S. officials seeking the extradition of one of its alleged administrators, Alexandre Cazes, to the United States. Cazes was later found hanging in a Bangkok jail cell in an apparent suicide. Details around the Alphabay takedown remain murky, but the news that authorities had permanently wiped it off the web has sent its buyers and sellers scrambling to other outlets for their business, particularly the site's booming trade in narcotics. So far, they've found mostly inhospitable, unstable alternatives. It's been really chaotic, says Nicholas Kristen, a professor of computer science and public policy at Carnegie Mellon, who has closely tracked the darknet for years. He points to Alphabay's unprecedented size for a darknet market, estimating that it's nearly 300,000 listings of drugs, stolen credit cards, and other contraband brought in, as a conservative estimate, between $600,000 and $800,000 a day in revenue. When you have a site like Alphabay go down, it puts a lot of stress on the other players. It's stress-testing their infrastructures. According to posts on dark web forums and Reddit's discussion pages devoted to darknet markets, most of Alphabay's users seem to initially seek a new home at Hansa, a black market site with more than 24,000 drug listings. But by Thursday, Hansa had closed its doors to new business. Due to the influx of Alphabay refugees, we are dealing with technical issues, read a message on the site. We have set a stop on new registrations until further notice. 
Other displaced users went to Dream Market, an older, less reliable site than Hansa, but one with a larger drug catalog. Dream Market seemed to be down for much of Thursday, though, likely struggling with the same influx of customers as Hansa. Some dark web users found that their old logins on the Dream Market weren't working. Sites like Alphabay, Hansa, and Dream Market, after all, aren't normal websites, but so-called hidden services designed to be accessed only with the anonymity software Tor, and thus more technically demanding than traditional websites to host. Forum posts complained that scammers had taken advantage of Dream Market's instability, posting phishing links to lure migrating users to spoofed sites that steal their credentials or the bitcoins they use for black market transactions. And other posters lamented the lower quality and spottier credibility of Dream Market sellers. One new Dream Market user who'd arrived from Alphabay even complained on Reddit that he'd found shards of plastic and glass in his marijuana. What the fuck is the market coming to? Another poster responded. Too many fakes and scams going on and the market is going downhill. Other users noted that it still wasn't clear how Alphabay had been seized, given that its use of Tor and Bitcoin were meant to shield buyers, sellers, and admins from identification. For months, an extortionist had reportedly threatened to reveal the identity of one Alphabay administrator, and even released identifying information about him after Alphabay's proctors sent him or her a hush-money payment. But dark web practitioners still have vague fears that law enforcement agencies found a method of breaking Alphabay's Tor protection, which potentially means sites like Dream Market and Hansa are vulnerable too. It is frankly frightening, one user wrote in response to news of the Alphabay takedown. Even so, the chaos in the wake of Alphabay's disappearance shouldn't deal a death blow to the dark web's vibrant drug trade or even cause much more than a temporary shakeup, says Carnegie Mellon's Kristen. He points to prior dark web crises like the 2013 takedown of the Silk Road, the bust of the Silk Road sequel site in late 2014, or the so-called exit scam pulled by the dark web market evolution in 2015, in which its administrators abruptly absconded with their patrons' bitcoins. Each time, Kristen points out, the dark web's overall business took a temporary dive but came roaring back more quickly after those setbacks and continued to grow as a whole. Alphabay, for example, had more than 20 times as many product listings as the original Silk Road. Some research has found that even bad news about the dark web markets only attracts more users to them. And Alphabay's buyers and customers will eventually find a new home. This feels like deja vu to some extent, Kristen says. Alphabay's takedown may give people pause, but will it scare people away? I doubt it. Seasoned users expected this, adds Isaac Lodegaard, a sociological researcher at Boston College. He says many dark web drug vendors have learned to sell across multiple different marketplaces to diversify their risk. Market shocks aren't that shocking anymore, he says. In the meantime, the dark web's current chaos churns on. Past takedowns have led to more market sites going permanently offline in a ripple effect as they're overwhelmed by new users and unexpected visibility. But the anonymous market for addictive drugs and other contraband isn't slackening, says Kristen, and so neither will the dark web's brisk business. 
There's a demand, he says. It's just a question of who's going to fulfill the supply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.